Good evening and welcome to the Autopsy of Her Healing, Evolving, and Resiliency. I am your host, Iris Denise Owens, and on the line with me is my beautiful sister and co-host. Good evening, honey bunny. How are you? Good evening, honey bunny. How are you doing? I'm doing How are you? I'm doing great. Good. And I see all these beautiful black faces. Yes, yes. The street <laughs> is lit up. So I'll just tell y'all right now, this is going to be an off-the-chain show. Right. Yes, if is. you are a pearl clutcher, you want to leave now. If you are not a pearl clutcher, you still might want to leave. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is, you're about to meet the women that I talk about all the time. The women that are my sidekicks, my ride or die, the sisters that I talk about all the time that make the circle. And so on the line tonight is my beautiful sister, Sheila Richardson. Hi, Sheila. How are you? Hello, everybody. Good evening. Glad to be here. We are so happy to have you. And on the line is also Brenda C. Wilson. Hi, Brenda. Hey, sweetheart. How are you? Girl. Look, I'm, count I'm counting dollars, boo. I'm counting dollars. <laughs> I'm counting dollars. You all will figure that all out. By the time this is over, you will know why. All right. And on the line also is the beautiful Mercedes Miller. How are you? I am wonderful. I'm being held hostage, but I'm here. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us this evening. We're sorry that you feel that you're being held hostage, but I'm sure by the end, negotiations will occur and you will be free. Is that okay? <laughs> I'm good. And I'm, I'm just honored to be invited to the party. <laughs> women that I've heard about so many, so much over the years. And so I'm honored for you guys to, you know, have me with you. Well, thank you, Steph. We are honored that you are with us. And so we're going to jump right in. And I just want to share. So on this line, there is like 30 plus years of friendship, relationship amongst all of us on this line. And what makes it special to me is that growing up, I, I'm an only child, right? So I don't have sisters. I don't have brothers. Um, but I'm always consider myself a relational type person. And so over the years, I've met many people in my life. And those of you who know me, that some people I need to like rid of life, like say, bye, peace be unto you. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> like, lose my number, right? Forget you ever met me. Or like, you know, men in black, this never happened. So. <laughs> yes, we know. Right. So, but. There are also, for me, I feel there are people that I have met in my life that have impacted my life in such a way that this is why they are still, I am still with them, they are still with me. And so like Steph, Steph and I started this podcast and most of you who listen and tune in know that we've been friends for since 1995. 1995? Yes, because my son no. was a year old when Steph and mm -hmm. I met. Yeah, well, one year old. <laughs> right? I met Mercedes and Brenda in 2000. And then I met Sheila in 2007. Is that right, Merck? Right. Was it seven? Right. 2007. It was, it was, it was, it was born in 2004. 
and it had to be 2005. You know that event where we give Brenda all the money and we never get it back? That event. <laughs> and, and also, we were at a, a one-year birthday party of Barney. Oh, so then it was, oh, I'm sorry, it so 2005. 2005. Yeah. Correction. Yes. And we had to put on those darn silly behind uh, Barney hats. I and, just hate uh, giving them money. Jalen's <laughs> college since yeah, before Jalen so, uh, was born. Yeah, so uh, they really did cramp our style, but we went ahead and did it. So right. anyway, I, I digress. You digress. <laughs> <laughs> so as you all can see, you're such a lady. <laughs> but as you all can see, the reason why these sisters are important to me because each of these women have taught me something, or no, many things right? From just how not to be crazy. Seriously, when I'm crazy, you know, they will snatch me and be like, I need you to, I need you to calm down. I need you to bring that back all the way, right? Gather yourself, get your life together, right? Then there are the one there, are, some of them will be like, you know what, woo, 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 right? It's, it's going to be all right. There are some who be like, don't nobody give a damn, Get what the who that is? Get <laughs> <laughs> what the who that is? <laughs> Always and forever, she will be right. There, there is one, and she know who I'm talking about. You call her crying. You call her with a problem. You cut. I'm, I'm gonna call you right back. back. <laughs> <laughs> and she does not call you back. I'll call you back. I do no. not. I do she not. Does not I call not you back. No, I do not. Now, most people meeting someone like that would be like, why are you friends with her? <laughs> <laughs> but you have to understand she's genuine, all the way live, all the way true, never going to lie to you and always be there for you. I don't know if that's not what you consider a friend and a sister. I don't know what else you, you would consider, right? Mm -hmm. And then there are those who give you life lessons that, they don't even realize that they're giving you life lessons, but their whole life is a book of lessons, right? It's a book of lessons. And they don't, they don't even know that they are walking knowledge. Like they are walking, they are beauty. They are knowledge. They just, man, you sit down, you sit with her and you, you walk away going, damn, I want to be like that when I grow up. <laughs> right? And then, then there's the sister who, you know, I had never met a person who was an entrepreneur. I, was, I couldn't spell entrepreneur. What is an entrepreneur? I met this sister who was like, I've been doing this my whole life. Like I made jewelry when I was four. I started my six. own, okay. <laughs> I started my own jewelry company when I was six, right? And it's like, what? So this night is really, in honor to talk about we're always you know it's the month of it's, it's women's history month and this month i made a conscious effort to really celebrate the women in my life who have impacted my life the women who i know you know i know by name i know by life they saw me come into the world they wrote they reared me they gave me knowledge they loved on me and kept me safe and so it's important that we celebrate one another and not when we are now gone and dead and you know we tell other people how great they are but you never tell each other how great you are and so we don't do that in this circle in this circle 
we celebrate one another. And so tonight, you're going to hear about our sisterhood, our hood, right? Our tribe. And so y'all jump in wherever you want. So I'm going to ask a question, though. Some of you have siblings. Some of you have brothers, sisters. Some have a brother or may not have a sister. So when you first encountered this circle, this these women, what, were you, what was your thought? All honesty, you don't... Um, well, I thought they had getting on my nerves and I need to put them all in their perspective corner because I don't need this kind of drama in my damn life. That's what I thought. <laughs> Iris was all kind of crazy. Brenda all kind of greedy. Sheila all miss sophisticated. I can find something else to do with my time. <laughs> I'm Okay. I will tell you that this sisterhood has become one of the most important things in my life because at my lowest point, they know not to call me because if they call me, I'm going to say don't come. So they don't call me anymore. They call my husband or they'll just show up because they can, they can sense. I am a very strong individual who tries to keep her feelings closed in. I don't need nobody. That's who I am. And they have the ability to know what I need, even when I don't know I need it. And for that, I am forever grateful to these toy ass women. Um, but, I, but I am very grateful. I don't know what I would do without them. Anytime anything happens in my life, they're the first ones that I share it with. Uh, anytime they call me, I try not to call them back because I figure if I don't call them back within 48 hours, they'll figure it out. And then I don't have to hear their problem. So... <laughs> <laughs> but they know if, I, if, I, if they need something I'm always going to be I'm never not going to be there now I might be cussing and smoking while I'm there but I'm always going to be there I'm, a, I'm always 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 always, always. 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 right and so she will tell you she's going to call you back and she does it so you have to know how <laughs> yeah, to <that's> right. <laughs> Well, I figured they got three other people that could call, so shit, why I get to get out of bed? <laughs> because you know what's funny, Merck? Because so let's let's clarify. So Merck is the connector between all of us being friends, right? Now Steph and I, we became friends 30 years ago, but our relationship is all because of meeting Mercedes Miller. Though I met Brenda and Merck at the same time, but Merck and Brenda were already friends. And then Sheila and Brenda, you guys are already friends, right? Well, so we're, all you guys were friends, right? Well, no, because I think of another I person that yeah. you, another woman that you all knew. Yeah, and uh, Brenda and Merck, uh, we met at the same time, I believe, right? Mm -hmm. I think so, yeah. At another <laughs> friend's house. And then I met Iris at Brenda's house. Mm -hmm. and, she uh, walked in with that damn velour suit looking like Listen, oh, anyway. don't even listen. Try. Anyway, from girl, okay, so, and and if I could have tripped you up and punched you in your throat that day. <laughs> I'm like, this is not an adult no, party. This that is baby was almost party. 20 years ago. Okay, a uh, 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 fast forward 20 years now. You had a children's party. You had a children's party dressed like a definitely like definitely like black or sure. uh, I'm a poor figured senior citizen now. <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> really? Faith oh, the black. Yep. Citizen. <laughs> oh my God. 
Well, I will say so when I, I had met, to blow my nose, but I'm, when I I'm met Sheila, okay, when I met Sheila, so Sheila walks into this room. If any of you all knew me, those who listen to the, you know, you listen to the podcast, you know who I am, you know what I'm all about. But I had a girl love that day. This woman <laughs> walks in with this brown velour warm-up suit on and some sneakers. She steps in the room and the room went silent because all I could hear was her, hey y'all. I'm looking at her, I'm like, you could bounce a quarter off her ass. <laughs> I was like, I don't know who she is, but I want to be her when I grow up. You still got that suit, I buy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Because one day we're gonna put that mug on display somewhere and we're gonna <laughs> we have a fundraiser. Like I said, that was almost 20 years ago. So now mm-hmm. Yeah, the butter is deflated. Now, really? Uh, really? Right. Yeah, right. Did you not have on um, black velvet a couple weeks ago when we had lunch? Oh, yeah. Okay, thick tattoo seats. And four inch heels. Okay. Fade the black. Yeah, fade the black. Hold yeah, on. Steph. So, I'm Steph, you, you got to know. So, we, we went out a couple weekends ago, right? Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be a casual midday lunch. I come, I'm, I'm dressed casual. I have some leggings, my little leather Converse on, you know, chilling. The first person who arrives is Sheila, who arrives mm. in her full length mink coat. With her name it, on the inside of it. Cold, it was cold. And her, and her off, custom line, let's not forget. She takes off her coat and she has on a black, again, velvet, like, right? <laughs> suit with the buckle around the waist leggings and these little beautiful um booties and she's like i just threw something on (laughs) that's a slap okay okay uh seven you remember uh everybody you remember what about three weeks ago it was cold it was cold, like it is where Steph is today 27 degrees right now which i don't know why i was 60 on friday but here we go Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, so that was the coldest day we have ever had. So mm-hmm. then I was not the only one that had my pink oh, on. My sister Brenda, that was Look, right. Don't there. even try it. No, no, oh, I had on a jacket. Okay, she okay. had okay. her bump bump okay. that, that, that right there. Basically, we had to on the other side. So we had to put a circle around Sheila to walk her out of the mall that we went in because some young man saw her. It was like it was like I was like and I'm like, if you don't come out here, you're gonna get all of us mugged because your booty out and you got on the long coat. Y'all. I swear, I thought he was gonna try. If he was gonna, he was gonna King Kong you. He was gonna throw you across <laughs> his shoulder and run on out the building. Because I'm telling you. So that was our moment. So yeah. BCW. Yes. Answer the question. You better, not, you better not drop a tip. Better not drop a tip. I am not gonna drop a tip. Okay. Not yet. Carry on. <laughs> no. <I'm just> <laughs> No, I have, sis- I have sisters, but 
I'm not close to my sisters like I am to you guys. My sisters probably don't really like me, if I'd have to say. Some of the time, most of the time, probably all the time. I understand. <laughs> um, but <laughs> sisters to me, and this is what you ladies represent, are those folks that just don't tell me stuff because that's what I want to hear or they don't ignore me and say nothing when I'm off over there. But they're they the ones- They ignore you when you off over there sometimes. Yes, you do. Yes, sometimes you put stuff up that we just don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> you know that means that ain't right yeah. and shut you, up. You will put something out and no one responds. Yeah. It's crickets. You're gonna respond. We go, mm-hmm. 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 Okay. Even the crickets don't respond. I was talking. Okay, we're sorry. Okay. <laughs> All right. But I will say that these ladies allow me to have sisters, what sisters really are. Those ride or dies, them folks is like, oh, hell, I'm going to whip your ass, but damn it, I'm going to take a bullet. So we'll cuss each other out, but don't come over here because you don't want none of this. I'm just trying to tell you because eh, don't let. <laughs> As they say, don't let the cute fool you because uh-huh. I know some people on him, they come down from the swat, from the bank head. And they take the earrings <laughs> don't off. Don't let me go. Don't let me get my grill. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Look, they take the earrings off with the Vaseline on. You get the earrings yes. off. Yes. <laughs> yeah. they'll, they'll be fighting. I'll be cutting ties. we be rolling. Yeah, yeah. Same. that's right. But I am forever thankful and grateful because you guys have saved my marriage. You've saved my sanity. You've, you've just been there. And I am just really, really, really thankful and blessed. And I am not crying. Thank you. Right. Can you can you not need us when Jalen leave, huh? That ain't going to happen. Have to y'all y'all, y'all going to have to talk me out of the damn bridge because I'm just trying to let you know. I'm just trying to let you know. He's leaving, Brenda. We just want you to know. He's I know. And I know Annie her baby is going to college this year, Steph. Annie going to get some. He he graduates in June. He graduates this year? In May. May. Anthony, he going to get some, and that boy ain't going to be the same. (laughs) (laughs) I I feel you you on that one, Brenda. My my baby, he's um, he's 19. He's, He's in California. Oh, wow. Yeah, he goes to film school. That's out there, so, yeah. So I, I got like yeah. you know, I'm like a total. Look, I feel like maybe I maybe I call you for some sympathy because these hoes are here. Ain't gonna yeah, be I know. Bad, right? I, I, I feel like I just, I feel like I just graduated from college. Yeah, because now I'm home alone. You feel like you're in the chat, so she'll call you. <laughs> right. They ain't gonna have no sympathy for me at all. No, we're not. No. But, no. but, your, but your husband's there. He's like, you gonna like rekindle that like the whole thing don't change. You know, see, now the- see, come on through, Steph. Listen, so Steph, <laughs> so background. Background. So Steph, hey, background. It's just me. So at least you got, you know, you crawl back under your hubby. Now give him some more, you know, that time you used to give him before the baby came. That's how that go. What you say? What you say, Steph? Say it for the people in the back. Not that you get back underneath the hubby. Y'all get back together. You know, y'all do that the counter stuff. You know, the stuff you couldn't do when the baby was there. You know, get him, yeah, get him when you right. Yeah, yeah you know, right. turn it up. Turn it all the way up. Act like you're tricking off with your husband. That'll make it fix. 
<laughs> so Steph, just for background, Brenda is not allowed to ever, ever get divorced. Ever. 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 That means that Brenda has a hell of a husband. She does. And we love him and we tell him yeah. he has all of our numbers. It's like if she even start to act any call us. We will be oh, right on right. Tell him, him don't hit her. <laughs> you can shake her real hard, but don't hit her. Because yeah. I don't want to see no more because you shake the shit out of her. Then you call us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, Stephanie. We need pearls because see. <laughs> so Steph, <laughs> move, the move, move on. Move on. So Steph, <laughs> answer the question. Now, what was the question? So the question was about that you have, so you have sisters, you have sisters that are not your natural sisters, right? But you, you have siblings, right? Yeah. So yeah. talk about the difference between the siblings that, that are your natural born siblings and the, like our relationship. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm one of 11. I have, it's 12 of us, six boys and six oh, girls. Wow. Yeah, so it's, a, it's, a, it's a lot of us. Um, but so with my, and um, no, with my oldest sister, well, my third, like, oldest sister, like, my mom had eight, and then my father who raised me, he had four from his first marriage. But, um, yeah, so me and my sister are very close, but I have a big family. My mother's one of 12. Um, a lot of my family lives in Atlanta, too. But so I can honestly tell you, for me to have like a friend like Iris or any other friends, it's a hard fit with my family because we are very close. You know, a lot of like we're, 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 we're family, but it's a big friendships in that, you know, like I have my, my, um, the three of us, my mom's daughters, you know, we you know, came from the same mother. My older sister, we're like really, really close. We're like, you know, but my, I have another older sister. We're okay. And then my young sister, we're, we're pretty close too. But like, like I wanted my sister to come on because we're really close, but she has some health issues right now. And so it's like, it's nice though. It's, it's beautiful. And it's beautiful that the thing is like when you have sisters and you're that close to them, it's important that they, that you want them to like your friends. And, you know, sometimes, you know, like I, I do have like, you know, like some friends, you know, through the years and that my sister's like, and why is that person, <laughs> you know, because they become so territorial about, you know, me being so close to somebody, you know, my, my, my one of my sisters, she would get very, very jealous. And um, I have some other like relatives that could get a little jealous, like they don't want to be put aside, you know, for friends or whatever. But my friendships are everything to me because I'm really more of a loner. So when I build those relationships, I never forget when I and I met. And she decided to move back to Atlanta. And we hadn't even known each other really actually that long. And I said to, you know, my husband at the time, I said, you know, I'm gonna go to the house cause she's packing today. She wants to leave. I just want to go and see her. He's like, what you going there for? She don't know you. I said, no, we connected. And you know, you just know when you connect with someone mm -hmm. and, and we definitely connected. We've been connected ever since, which has been great. Even for, you know, that she's been in Atlanta most of our relationship. So, you know, she, she, she always shows up for me. You know, my mom died. I was there. And then even this um, podcast, it started with me. Um, I was I was on an incubator. And um, 
you know, I, I saw the light and my whole life like kind of like changed. And well, it was twice I was on incubator. It was really crazy. Three weeks Within apart. Three, yeah, three <laughs> weeks apart. Yes. Exactly. And so she was like, what's going on? And sure enough, even all the doctors and like, you have to like, what's going on with you? And it was a lot going on. But, you know, I, I was like, what's going on? You know, this is ridiculous. And it's like, I needed an outlet. And that's how one of the reasons that this came about. And so I really, really thank her so much to do that for me so I could heal and get better and still healing and still getting better. But it made a big, big difference in my life. Definitely. Now she told me I owe her because she came to Savannah to see all my family to Savannah, Georgia. And she said, I know, I'm coming. I'm coming. I just want to tell her. She comes to Savannah every year. Multiple no, times. No, I've been there like three, four times a year. You know, Savannah all the time. I'm like, like so when you going to roll I by, married, you know. I'm ready. I got married in Savannah. My daughter's name is Savannah. Yeah, so, I, you know, so I spent a lot of time in Savannah. Savannah's like my favorite place on earth. But, um, yes, yeah, so I, I am going to be coming to Atlanta. Like I said to you the other day, I said, I, I may be coming to Atlanta. And I won't tell anybody else I'm there. Because I'm right. like I'm not fighting <laughs> your family and your sisters. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's just me, but I want to ask you guys, if you go visit someplace and like, and okay, so you there maybe for work or you want to see somebody you're there for a reason and you know, a whole bunch of people that live there. Do you call the people that's there and tell them I'm here, but I'm not going to see you? No. Yeah, I don't yeah, people do that to me. That's so crazy to me. Like my people, people come. No. Oh, I'm in New York. I'm in New Jersey, but I'm not gonna have time to see you. Then why did you call me? Right. <laughs> no, I ain't gonna tell you. I'm not no, telling you. No. I ain't telling you. Because I probably serious. don't want to see you anyway. So <laughs> really, Brandon, that, that's your problem with friends, right? Right, 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 right there. What? God, you're so bougie. I ain't gonna want to see him no way. See, I don't have new friends because I don't have time to do no background check. So I might as well stay with the crazy people that I have. <laughs> okay. Mercedes Miller, let me just tell you something. Mercedes like Renee Miller. <laughs> you, What's the difference? You are the, you know, it is interesting. Like I said, when you meet women who you think are so different than you, right? And so women get, we get this, this, this title that we're jealous of each other and we, you know, we, we don't like one another and, and then we're mean to each other and we talk about it. I will tell you, even when those things happen, we do it in front of one another's face. <laughs> and there are times that I have wanted to fight Mercedes Villa. Oh my God, like I wanna fight her. <laughs> and she has wanted to fight me, I'm sure, right? <laughs> Oh, let's not talk about when you throw when you have a temper tantrum. Right, right. When that only child comes out and it's oh, Lord. <laughs> and I'm the peacemaker. Okay. Thank you. Right. Yeah. Right. Sheila, Sheila is the big sister protector. Yeah. Because yeah. these two right yeah. here, these two right here, they will gang up on me, Steph. They'll gang up on me. Yeah. Yeah. So I, yes, I, I have had 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 you and look, and she it wasn't even her car. Yeah, she was trying to walk home. We was four hours away. 
And uh, no, like, she packed her bag. Tell me she was leaving. I'm like, how the hell you gonna get that? That wasn't over the watch charger, though. That was over a whole conversation we had had. Okay, well, it was still the same trip. When I met Iris, I said, look, I don't like girls. I don't want to bond. My grandmama said, you don't need no friends. As long as you got family, you don't need no friends. So I didn't bond with women. That was not my thing. Y'all, it just go over there. Y'all, her hitches go over there. What you doing? Do what you going to do. I don't care. So this one over here. Well, I want to go to a book club and I want you to come with me. And I said, I'm not going nowhere and reading no damn book with not a whole lot of women. Now tell me what the book is. I'll read it and talk about it with your ass. But I'm not doing that with no group of women. <laughs> and Steph, those were her exact, exact words. Actually, no, she she left that apart, but those were her I words. Did. Mm-hmm. I did. Yeah. And so, and then I said, well, come with me to the the the, the women at tea. church. The tea? What? <laughs> she says to me, you want me? She said, first of all, let me tell you something about women and your friends, right? You don't mix your church family with your fam with your family, your church <laughs> friends with your family. You gotta know not to mix your church friends with some of your real good friends, right? right. She's, like, she's like, you gotta know your friends. <laughs> you gotta know your friends, right? And I was like, what is wrong with you? And she's like, no. But now I realize what she meant because yeah, we have, we have, who we've had some experiences where we tried to, you know, not bring people into the circle, but you know, socialize with some other embrace others. Ooh. Embrace. Come embrace. here. Woo-woo. Then we have to go get out. You yeah, and like, we have to throw them out, right? Because they just, yeah, it just didn't work out. Why they don't they don't fit? No. No. Okay. Yeah, I, I can understand that. No. I think yeah. the problem is we're not hard on them, we're hard on each other. Yes. We are, we give each other, we keep each other intact. And I don't yes. know if that right. makes people feel uncomfortable on the outside. But if you, I, I don't know what it is, but nobody has really jailed. They haven't jailed. One or two of them be going, mm, I talk to them, but I don't really want to. I, okay, they ain't gonna work. It just don't work. It just right. But it's probably like less is more. You know, like I think that, you know, that could be the kind of thing, less is more. Like well, I, 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 I think most women, like for me, you know, I, I know a lot of women and I have really great women relationships. But at the same time, I never forget when um, my assistant told me one time, she said, um, oh, yeah, you, you love everybody, but you keep everybody at arm's length at the same time. <laughs> and I was like, really? She's like, yeah. She said, you're very much that person. And I, I, I probably am that person. Like, it's <clears throat> like, um, you know, because I'll just disappear. Like, you know, like, okay, I'm good. But if I'm that going to be like, something. Uh, uh, that sound like. Oh, that's, that's right your there. friend. Ain't right. you know, is she your friend? Mercedes Miller it always boasts about how she disappeared in a whole high school, right? Mm-hmm. Who disappears in a whole high school? But her real thing as an adult. Now, we've all experienced this with her. You go someplace with her. We're all having a good time. We're laughing. We're joking. We're eating. We're drinking. She says, so my experience with her, I'm going to the bathroom. Okay. I'm sitting, I'm sitting at the bar. I'm like, wait, how she been gone a long time? We got to go check on her. So I, we got I to go, check go to on look her. for her. I don't see. So I call her like, where are you? 
Oh, girl, I'm home in my pajamas. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? She will go. She goes places now. She don't do it anymore. But we, to you all, we stopped her from doing because then we started holding her purse. Well, yeah. She would That's leave true. us. She would go someplace with you. And this, I'm going. I'm going to the bathroom. And then yeah. she would go shoot. <laughs> She's like, well, I didn't see the need to interrupt your moment. Because when you tell everybody bye. And everybody's like, oh, no, don't go. I ain't want to hear all of that. So if I just go to the bathroom. And I'm like you. I know millions of people, but very few people know me. I I do that on purpose. I don't want you to know me. I know them, but I'm a complicated creature, so I don't want them. Yeah. You love her. I, I'm, I'm like the mother hen, but I'm out with the people. Like I'm like, we're gonna like leave together. We're gonna be in the car. We're going the same way. I'm gonna trail you on the highway. Make sure you get up your exit. When you walk out my door, I'm gonna make sure I watch you get to your car and everything like that to make sure I'm, I'm always like safety and watching out for people. And I know that um, like it's it's so weird, but it's so true. Like one of my friends when my daughter was an infant, you know, we would go to the mall together. And literally, we would close the mall. And you know how big malls are. And to my daughter, I got to like strap her. You know all stuff you got to do with the babies. And when I tell you, this girl would be pulling out the parking lot. And I'd be like, so, but it's like a, you know, you saw it's like a, a, a metaphor for the type of relationship you have. Because I'm like, anything could happen to me and my infant child. You know, she like, even if you want to go, just make sure I'm in the car. The car is locked. So I, I can honestly tell you that I've measured certain things like that. You know what I mean? It's like, well, we do you know, that. all the time at night, and like, nobody even make sure you get in your car. I mean, even yeah. with a guy, like, you know, make sure that you're safe. Yeah, because no. I know, you know, any, and, may, and maybe I, you know, I was brutally raped. I was attacked at gunpoint, brutally raped and attacked at one point, at one, at one time in my life. So I don't know if that made like safety for me, but I watch what's going on around me, but I do that for other people also, you know? And I've been like, I go out with, I, my, a lot of my friends was married before me. So like, don't let me go out. Even my, like my male cousin, I ran into him at a party one night, the girl, like he's married. He was like, well, I'm at this party with you. I said, you married, don't talk to him, married. That's why I'm just saying, Go over there. She married. He's like, oh Lord. I'm like, yeah, now this I'm now Steph, If you if you trying to creep, don't invite Steph. Oh yeah, don't. Because Steph, don't, Steph, don't, Steph, don't, invite me. Steph, don't tell me that you creeping. Don't tell her you creeping. Don't introduce no. her to somebody and no, she's gonna no. she's gonna start giving you the third degree. Who's that? No. Oh, she yeah, a friend. We're your wife. We're your husband. We, Oh please. oh please! Oh please! Remember how y'all y'all thought my husband was creeping? Everybody was like, ding, 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 ding. No, we weren't. That girl was gonna get beat up. No, that woman was about to get her behind whip. <laughs> then we was gonna I call. Was, you. I was out of town. Then we was and gonna call. You. Mercedes had an event at the. Was that the arena opening? Yes. Yeah. I think that was the arena opening. Well, I was yep. out of town and I couldn't go, so my husband took a friend of ours with him, Beverly, and <laughs> I forgot to tell them. Mm. Oh Lord. And he shows up and he's sitting there with Beverly and they were like, uh, JL. We like Harpo. <laughs> Who this woman we're here Brenda. be? Uh-huh. <laughs> well, Sheila, you know, we're Brenda. <laughs> uh, I was like, when I saw him, I was like, Who that is? Right. 
<laughs> I know that's right. I know that's right. We don't, we don't play that. Because first don't of all, if you're crazy enough to show up with somebody that we know is not, already yeah, there's a problem. Yeah. There is a serious problem. You he's from the country, but he ain't that slow. Like yeah. our rule is, <laughs> I don't care if if I if I die, right? And I've been dead twenty years, and your husband comes and says, or your ex man says, you know, I always really liked you, and you know, I would really, bruh. I'm be walking through y'all house all night long. Oh, this one to the black. Up. Up. <laughs> So what, what do y'all think about this? I was out with uh, my neighbor across the street. We went to eat. And so these guys, they were sitting at another table and they sent drinks over to us. Okay. So, so of course we took the drinks. So would you all have taken, have taken the drinks? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so Steph, you would have, that, that would have been okay. Yeah, especially if I could pay for the drinks myself. You know what I mean? Like, I, if I if I couldn't afford the drinks, I wouldn't have taken the drinks. <laughs> you know what I mean? But if you, they just happen to send you drinks. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. if, you know what I mean? If right. I could afford yes. the drinks, I would have taken the drinks. Yeah, that's, Brenda, that's she's gonna take them regardless. <laughs> uh, what? Say? Brenda gonna take them regardless to ask them why they didn't order more double. <laughs> You have not because you asked not. See, oh. there you go. Hello, that's so true. I'm with you on that one. Yeah. It just yeah. Like the days, you know, to the days back in the day. You know, when when uh you know back in the in our younger days when we were single and at the clubs and, and yes. uh guys would send over drinks. So oh yes. Sheila, you think people ain't still looking at you? She know better than that. <laughs> she know better. She just look, thank you, Merck. Faith the black. That's Steph, right. I'm, I'm, Steph just to give you perspective, I, remind yeah. me to send you a picture of Sheila's uh, 60th birthday celebration oh, and, no. and her outfit. And how she did. Oh, that was the picture. Okay, you're right. Yep. Yeah. And then, I, and then I'll that's send you a picture of her, of us celebrating her, her 65th birthday and how she did a complete cheer straight up in the air, legs wide, arms up. I'm like, yes, uh, yes. What the hell? Yeah. And we were like, you like, really? Put your you... ass down out there. Wow. That's, <laughs> hot. That's, hot. That's all of that. That's all of that. that she ain't mean, nothing to play with. You know, age stuff, and you should wear this. Or no. You just got to no. do it right. Okay. Let me tell you. Not let age. No. You just got to do it right. Yep. And cannot do. It's about how you feel. Yeah, exactly. I wish you on that one. We went to a concert and she had on some uh some leather biker shorts. That's yeah, that's right. And look, and, and Wednesday I will be going to Cascade Skating Rink because I'm getting ready to start getting back get back into my skating. Okay. Oh, Ooh, can I go? Can I go? Can I go? I was I've been watching the reels on people skating. I was like, I can't go skating. I already broke my ass before skating. I could not. Thank you. Actually, there's somebody that gives skating lessons. So, you know, I can skate, but but she has like a beginners, intermediate, and uh, oh wow. So Iris, you ain't going out of the way to Cascade. Hell, you live uh you live in Noonan. Uh you forgot there. Okay. Yeah, you're right. 
<laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Okay, I got it. All right. Signal it's taken. up the street. I forgot. Yeah. Brenda, you don't get it yet. Look at Brenda's face. Brenda, are you frozen? She's not frozen. <laughs> yes, she is. Yeah, she frozen. She frozen. Look at, look at that expression. I'm trying Brenda, to see. You may need to. You may need to. I'm looking at where she need Botox. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are ridiculous. So I'm so, so I'm gonna so one of the things I want to share is that you know, as you all heard. Some women say, I don't need friends like that. I'm not into women like that. I don't trust women like that. But I, I will say for me, I would not be the woman I am. I would not have accomplished the things that I've accomplished without having the women in my life who are there to encourage me as well as check me, right? Because I think that's really important and that we get to see ourselves reflected and the women that we are friends with, right? It also yeah. gives you that encouragement, but it also gives you the, and I, it's not competition. It is the, the ability to see that there is always more, right? Motivation. Yes, it, yeah. the, the motivation that you can do more. Like you, you don't just have to be this one, you know, linear thing. There are so many places that you have gifts and talents that you can find new beginnings, i.e., you know, Miss Sheila over here, who's like, yeah, I'm retired. Mm -hmm. Yes, look, listen, she can't retire because the people keep calling her. <laughs> that's the that's the life you want to, that's the kind of, yes. that's the kind of impact you want to leave when you when you are in this world, you know, it's nice. Mm -hmm. And I and I say this all the time, and it's no offense. It's great to be a wife. It's great to be a mother. It's great to be a sister. It's great. But I think one of the greatest things is to be impactful in someone else's life. That's the legacy I want to leave. That's the footprint I want to leave is where you, you have impacted other people's lives in a way that they get to do all that they can and do more than they thought they could have ever done. And I think as women, we do that for one another because sometimes you don't get that encouragement from other people. You don't get that right. encouragement because sometimes for jealousy, for lack of knowledge, women sometimes right. for being intimidated, for being just feeling insecure. Like, right, insecure. We can do that for you, right? We right. have to learn how to celebrate one another and celebrate one another openly and boldly not not behind the shadows and not willing to give or see you know see a woman doing her thing and not say something to her or not speak about her the same way oh, that's right. mm -hmm. about a celebrity right because I, it's interesting to me that we will follow a celebrity as we were talking <laughs> earlier before we got it. we're following people who they don't even know who we are they don't care yeah. about who we are right they have no impact in our life. And anything None. that we do as it relates to them is an impact on their life. Because if we're spending our money, we're just helping them get richer, right? right. They don't know who we are, and nor will they ever care who we are. But the nope. women who are in our lives, you know, like a couple of weeks ago, I posted 
a young woman, well, she, yeah, she's a young woman. She, uh, she's my soror. But she was my teacher in elementary school. And when I went to my 50th anniversary for the chapter that I was made in in Delta Sigma Theta, she was there. She was a founding member of that chapter. Wow. So the year that my chapter turned 50 years old, 1965, is also the same year I turned 50, right? But when I walked into the room the first night, I was talking to her and I kept saying, Miss Washington. And she kept saying, why do you keep calling me Miss Washington? And I was like, I couldn't even like, I was in awe that this woman was in this room with me. So on the next day that we were together, we started talking and I forgot what it was that we were doing, but we were all in a group together and it was something about how we knew each other. And then I said, um, you were my teacher. And she said, what? And I said, yeah, and then she said, stand up. And I stood up and she said, what's your name? And I told her, she was like, Iris? And I was like, yeah. And she said, come here, come. That to me was like, one of the most amazing things that, what are the chances of that happening, right? Mm -hmm. And then when I, when I posted her on my Facebook page to honor her as a woman, because this woman, you know, she was an educator. She had her master's degree. She was, she was living the life, right? She was doing the, she was doing the doggone thing. She had the short fro back in, you know, she was all that. This sister was strong and powerful, right? Now, here she is today, right? I think she's 65, I think she is 65, 67. And when I oh, yeah. posted that, all yeah. of the other people who were, who went to that same school were now talking about how much she impacted their lives. That's what I'm talking about. Celebrating yes. people, right? Because she was like, I don't even know what to say, like how, how, she was so moved by that. And it's like that one of those things where you say, right, give people their flowers while they're alive to get them, as opposed to waiting till someone's gone to share how much they mean to you. So and they got a lot going on. Yes, yeah, I think British on two screens. I'm back. I see that's what she's trying to do. Okay. But you have to like I know when my daughter was in high school, that is when a little high school thing, I told her I said. Don't be worrying about women and girls. They, I think you put that out there kind of too, to a certain extent. I say, you worry, the girls, don't worry about girls being jealous of you because it's really the men, which us women have forgotten. The men are so jealous of us women. They shouldn't be, but they are. And I said, you talking about these little boys? I say, see you going somewhere, but they're going to do slow you up by trying to get you pregnant if you're engaging in that type of thing. You have to be really, really careful. And as we see now playing out amongst a lot of celebrities that have just engaged in the wrong relationships with the wrong people, and they're just, it's jealousy though. How can I use you? And when you hear the stories going back, you know, from years, it's a lot of jealousy with husbands with wives. You know, they don't want them to get, let me, how many babies can I put in you so you won't succeed, you know, to keep you down? You know, it's like, it's, it's beautiful to have a husband you know, our lover, a boyfriend that's going to lift you up. But it's a, I think a lot more jealousy comes from that than anything. I don't think that, I think they, it's, you see a little bit of, don't get me wrong, but I think the more you look for a lot of the jealousy between women, that's what you will get. Let me tell you, I was invited to uh, a party. I think I told you I, it was a, um, a barbecue. And it was like during COVID, 
So, but, you know, it was like, maybe we had been in COVID for like a year at that point. So, you know, it was like social distancing, everybody was whatever. And I wanted to go somewhere. And I was invited to a party by a photographer that I met in Harlem. I did a show there and, you know, we kind of like connected. And he was like, look, I bought a house in New Jersey. And he kept inviting me to his cookouts. He said, so I like, I'm, I'm gonna invite you another time because he kept inviting me, I wouldn't go. But this time I wanted to go. Long story short, go to the party. So I'm thinking like, you know, be people there. Because how many people? He says it's gonna be like 15 people. The house, you know, so enough to distance. When I got there, there was like 15 women. You know how many men were there? Two, him and his friend. Wow. <laughs> Wait, what? I'm sorry, what type of party was this supposed to be? It was a barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> What, what, what was so, going on? I, like think, I think you got invited to a different type of party. Well, okay, but well, you know, you know me, how I can turn that around. So the law, so it was so funny because the girl that I ended up like, you know, talking to that night, um, and she ends up, she was friends with the other guy, and but she was married, but they know my family in the Bronx. So it's like funny. And then he's good friends with my cousin's nephew. And he's like, oh, Pierre's my best friend. I said, I know Pierre, we grew up together too. So it was ended up being a whole different thing. But you know, the women kept talking about like, oh my God, all of us women are here together. There was none of whatever, none of that going. I mean, I had a good time just hanging out with the women and there was no jealousy. You know, I think you had this one woman there. You, you could tell that she was like, well, I'm spending a night here with him. You know, it's like, you can have them. <laughs> like nobody wants to spend a night with them anyway. But you know, it was just, but for the most part, we really had a nice time, you know, it was, but it was quite interesting. Needless to say, I never went back because he has a pool. And then maybe like a year later, he had the, he was in his swimming pool. He had all these women around him. I'm like, what is that about? You know what I mean? But it probably was going to be something else going on, but I left. So, you know, but it I'm can sure be there's other things going on. I, I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is. Trust and believe. Because he told me, like, you know, he called I had a dream about you. And I said, what kind of dream? Oh, you know, I, he said, I had a dream about you. He said the dream was so intense I couldn't even go to work the next day because oh, he lived Lord. like oh, he lived really? like, but two hours away. What is that? Oh wow! So really, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> so he like they like you know. He was like, um, so what do you think that something? Wow! No. Wait, hold on. I'm gonna clutch my pearls. <laughs> like really? You can't go to the address. <laughs> you can't go to work because you had a dream. Oh my! <laughs> wow. You better, go get, you better go get that money, boy. Oh, anyway. I, 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 I help him make those dreams come true. I'm like, you got the wrong person. I'm not. I'm not her. I'm not her at all. You got the wrong individual. Yeah. He, he stopped going, but he was like, this guy was really wild. And mind you, because it is, he's like 50, almost 60 years old. Never been married. Don't have any children. But claim he's looking for a wife. <laughs> That's why he invited 15 women over. He's looking for a swinger. Yeah. He was doing the bachelor thing. Yeah. What, say, Sheila? Him what, what the dream was about since he said it was so intense that he mm -mm. couldn't go he wanted oh, he said that, that him and I, oh, I was making love to you. And yes. he said, we make Once he told you then that was going to lead into to yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, right, else, so yeah. right, no. that's the swinger, uh, yeah. So, his, uh, his fantasies, 
Why? 
May not be nothing down there. Nothing. I don't feel comfortable, to be totally honest with you. Um, and it's just like, because I can't, uh, I don't really, I can't see, like, once, like, you know, by the time, you know, you're having the orgasm, all well, this kind of things, I can't see the forest through the trees. And I just feel, I don't feel, I really don't, it feel, I feel uncomfortable. Not that I haven't, you know, but I feel, it does, I don't feel good about it. Like, I don't come from that situation feeling like, oh my God, you know, I don't, it doesn't, I don't feel good from it, you know, that I, I felt like the most sexual freedom I felt was when I was married. I really, really, you know, enjoyed having sex with my husband and felt really sexually free, you know, in that situation. So I don't, I don't feel like, you know, try to like. I just don't want you to waste your best years. Um, oh, that's what Diane Carroll said in Soul Food. Do you remember that? She told her that. She said, "You are you are wasting the. These are the best Diane Carroll's of Soul your Food? life." Yes, yes, the, the movie. Yes, yes. When when what's her name? What was it? Whatever Terry Terry was dating. Um, uh, fine behind UPS dude who is now her husband. Or, are you talking about in the, in the TV series? No, uh, in the movie. And the in the, in the no, in the TV series. And Diane Carroll played her aunt. I think that's she came to visit. She was the aunt. And she told her that. She said, These are the best effing years of your life, and you're wasting them. And so I was like, hmm. So well, not, I, I, I think that, I mean you can never say never, but there's no one interested, there's nothing interesting enough to me. That made me want to, you know, <laughs> do that anyway. Like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm clear. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Me. I have questions, <laughs> but I won't ask them on this show. See, this is what sisters do. This is what sisters do. This is what I'm talking about right here. You said you won't ask them on this show. She says, but later there will be a part two. There'll be an after show. Right. Yeah. She, she probably talking about a non-taping show. My question would be, does that, does that mean penetration or any kind at all? <laughs> um, no, no penetration. Definitely no penetration. But nothing but at nothing? all? Um, no, I'm not like, I mean, I think so, because, well you, well, you have to be really careful because you get into the, you know, I mean, I think that it can be in a situation you get so hot and heavy but you have to be really careful with that. But I can honestly say it's no, no one, you know, interested in me. I'm interested in that. I even have to like really worry, like think about that. And I worry about it, but think about that. But I was seeing this guy, but we really didn't see each other. And, you know, he was like, but his, oh, like we should have, like, I'm not, I wasn't even interested in that man. So I think that that would be a whole nother thing when there's somebody that maybe I'm interested in. Well, we'll be interested in each other. Enough. Have you always been like that? For the most part, I've always been like, even when I first lost my, I was engaged, you know, okay. when I first lost my virginity. So for okay. me, like, that's, that's important. Okay. That, make a, that makes a lot of sense. You were, you were one of those good girls. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I just feel like, I just feel like when, no, and you, and were, you, were, yeah, you own it. You were a good girl. 
You were a friend of with me. Marriage. I tried. You know, Iris. You know, I tried. But I just, you know, just Are really sneaky. She, she was a good girl. You sneaky. Sheila was a church girl. You know, they didn't do nothing where nobody knew about it. They went where the devil's children was, not the church children. Over there where you was at, you mean on the speaker? I wasn't there. I was somewhere else, but I was doing it. And doing it well. <laughs> doing it and doing it and doing it good. Doing it and doing it and doing it good. Okay, we, we digress. Okay, we're back now. <laughs> Oh, oh Lord. I, I, I think I think I think that's the most beautiful thing you can share with somebody, actually. I just I just need I need I just need to know you belong totally to me. What I'm sharing. It. Right. And so I'm trying to figure out why you are denying and being selfish. But okay, we'll talk about it later. Well, because nobody belongs totally to me. No, I love it. I think I think it's beautiful. You gotta be all lies. I'm not sharing. I don't want to share. I'm not interested oh, in sharing. You know, let me find out or feel just like see, you have a different you have a different motive. Yours is I want love and I want us to share. Some people's motive are just I'm gonna get mine and you work yours out. Some people's motive is I'm gonna get mine and you pay for it. So so people have different motives. You you you're a good girl. You're like you're the like you're like you're, you're like the best good girl, and Sheila's right behind you. Brenda's just greedy; she ain't gonna really do nothing, but she greedy. And me and Iris, we over on the other side in another class, the classroom that y'all looking through the window, going, "What's she doing over there? <laughs> what they talking about, India? <laughs> I wonder what you have to do to get in that class. Why is she in with it? You're not ready. You're not going right. to do anything to ever I be love, I loved having sex with my husband. You know, we were together for 24 years and it was great. But when things started to change, whatever, I I, I was in the sheet on the pillow. I don't know. But I just know something was going on. And I we got divorced in 2018. But I hadn't had sex with my husband since 2011. What? Wow. Yeah, uh, nah, we're not doing you that. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we're not doing this. Because it's something. Brittany, you like you're counting money. Okay. At some point, it does equate to a couple of dollars. I'm just saying that. But but no no I, I I started dating someone I used to know that's my thing too I know people from like oh they've been trying to get with me I've been attached or whatever and that's how I learned that I could but at the same time it was like you know we're talking marriage da -da -da, well this kind of stuff but I realized after being in that situation he came out of a thirty year marriage I came out of a twenty you know one year marriage and I was like you know I learned just through that situation. And then and thank God I did not, you know, marry him. But mm -mm. that's how but you know can, you learn something about yourself. Can we unpack that for one minute? So this is, this is very interesting because when Steph shared that with me, I said to her, why? Right? In all seriousness, like why? Why, why are you doing that? Why are you guys doing why that? Why am I doing what? When you were when you were in a sexless marriage. Oh yeah. oh yeah! Oh yeah! Remember yeah. when we had this conversation? Oh yeah! Yeah, we had the yeah, yeah, yeah. And I also so the conversation wasn't just though about sexless marriage. It was more about what were you teaching your daughter? What were you teaching your son about relationships? 
because your children are witnessing this whole thing between you and your husband unfolding and your children are not, they're not dumb. They're very- well, my, my, my daughter told me to get a divorce so I could be happy. Right. My daughter's the one, her being a daddy's girl, that was important. But see me, I'm a, I'm a planner. You know what I mean? So at the same time, I wanted to, I wanted to move out of this situation very seamlessly. You know, I wasn't trying to do that. You know, I had to, for me and for my children. So that had a lot to do with it. So what we did, we did a couple of them. We, we bought a bigger home. He lived on one side of the house. I lived on the other. The kids lived in the middle. And we did that for like five years. And, and it worked. It was no, you know, to be honest with you, it worked. The, the, the thing for me was like, by the time he physically left, it was already done, you know? So, and it worked, you know, worked for my children, you know? And, and I, I could teach them about, you know, relationships and talk to them. Even when something was wrong, we're gonna have a conversation about it. It wasn't like ignoring that it was happening because they are watching it, you know? And they need to understand how those relationships work. When my daughter was seven, she's like, y'all should go on a date, y'all should hold hands, y'all should do that. But you know, you can't go on a date by yourself and you can't hold hands by yourself. So she did, she, she saw even my, my daughter, you know, and it's funny when I talked to her about that now, and I asked her, she said she doesn't really remember. I mean, she was a like she was 15, like she's going to be 22 next month. But she said she doesn't really remember. But yeah, and when she told me I should get, I, that's when, and then my son, when we told him we was going to divorce, he didn't have a clue because he's one of the planned of his whole life. Just like he told me he wanted to be a, um, a director when he was 11. Now he's in school to be a director. You know, I made his first movie at 11. So he said, I had my whole life planned out. I just didn't see that one coming. You know, and he didn't see it coming. And then he was still like, they, they, they were good about it because we were together. Like, you know, we did the coupling thing. And then when um, my son said, so when y'all getting a divorce? This is the longest divorce I ever heard of. Mm -hmm. And then my daughter was like, well, mama, you got to get married again. So we could have a, a show on YouTube about two families coming together. She was all into it. <laughs> it, was a, it was the weirdest conversation. We were at dinner. It was the four of us. And my both my, my son's like, mommy, I want you to have another baby because I want another brother and sister. They were all into it. I think the conversation went on for 20 minutes until my husband at the time was like, I'm still here. I didn't go anywhere yet. <laughs> but he felt like he was all by himself. Hey. <laughs> this conversation happened all in front of him. Okay. That's okay. He'd have moved on. So, hey. <laughs> Is that, but he was feeling a ways about it. Like, I'm, I'm still here. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> I mean, it's like, you know, it became a little like, you said, oh, yeah, yeah, you're so horny because I was so horny with him. I can't wait till you get that man. You don't get pregnant. And I'm going to laugh at you. And I'm, when I come pick up my kids, I said, well, you're going to take my baby with you. So, you know, they can spend time with their brothers. So, you know, so we were good in that aspect. You know, I wish we're good now. We're really good, you know. You're a great so, mother. Oh, okay. Yeah, Thank you. You are. You are my shero because I'd be like, mm. Well, no, I did. I, I, I planned was planned it out, but I'd have planned it out. I'd have been like, okay, carry the, carry the one. Plan not your mind. <laughs> yeah, I, did. I wanted to, you know, that's my, my exit strategy. strategy. A certain lifestyle that was important for my children, you know. But I was married before. I was married um, when I got twenty three. I eloped and got married. And, you know, after seven weeks, I filed for divorce and I was out, you know, but it was nothing. It was no children. It was none of that, you know, stuff. 
So I, I just wanted to do right by them also, you know. So I'm I'm a, so I'm gonna flip phenomenal. the script. I'm I'm gonna flip the script right here because this is for me. This is what I mean about having sisterhood. <clears throat> so over here, so we're talking about 22 years of marriage and what has gone on. I've been divorced. Steph's been divorced. Merck's been divorced. Brenda's been Brenda. divorced. Sheila, on the other hand, is married to an awesome dude, right? Who Sometimes. loves the ground that she walks Sometimes. on. Not all the time now. Sometimes. We love James, Sheila. We love James. <laughs> and even if you choke him, you just going to breathe life back into him and be like, yes, you great, will. let's start all over like, again. My bad, my bad. <laughs> like the best of friends. How long you been married, Sheila? Look, I'm going to do the Will Smith on him. Uh, <laughs> how long y'all been married? Lord, 36 years. That's beautiful. 36 years. So, so Sheila, tell us, tell us your, your, your love story in a, in a nutshell. But tell us your love story. Okay, in a nutshell, how can I put it in a nutshell? Okay, and 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 let me and and, and whenever I've told my story, I think I've left out out the part, his part that he says that when he met me and maybe about you know a few, maybe about three weeks or whatever prior to meeting me, he said he had gotten on his knees and asked the Lord to send him a good woman. So, uh, and, and the right, you know, he was very specific in his prayers mm. and, uh, because, you know, he said he was, he was just tired of, you know, all, you know, meeting women that, but anyway, he prayed for, a good <laughs> woman, so I met him on the martyr train and, wow. uh, and I did not ride the train. I was, I only rode it that one day because my car was in the shop. Wow. And, uh, I was riding the train to meet my dad at a, at the train station. And uh, my dad was gonna pick me up and take me to get my car. So when I got on the train, it was crowded. So I was standing up and then uh, the train stopped and James get on the train. So he said, would you like to sit down? I said, no, thank you. I'm getting off at the next stop. And so mind you, it's just a few minutes. It is it, probably about two or three minutes between you know, where he got on and, and the next stop where I was getting off, but he was to stay on the train. So anyway, he said, uh, he said he was looking at me and he was saying, why can't I, why can't I have a woman like this, like that? And so he just, went ahead and just asked me, he said, are you married? So I said, no, I'm not. And uh, so uh, he asked me if I was dating anyone. So it was time for me to get off the train then, the doors open and I <laughs> jumped off and the doors closed to the train so yeah so anyway i was transferring train so he kind of he you know so uh he walked with me and uh so uh he asked me if he could call me that night and i said well like i'm going to choir rehearsal tonight and see here he said he was thinking in his mind uh oh that's a church going later right there i said i got choir rehearsal tonight so i won't be home until like uh, you know, about nine o'clock. So he said, can I call you after nine? So I said, yes. So he gave me his phone number. I gave my phone number. He gave me his phone number, his work number and his home number. So I knew he was legit when he gave me his. <laughs> of course, of course. That's what I'm Listen, talking he's about. He's like, I want to make sure you call me, woman. Don't you will have no excuses. That's why I live alone. I live alone. 
<laughs> so he called me that he called me after nine o'clock and and we talked a long time on the phone and the rest is history. Wow. How, now, how long did it take for you guys to get married? Uh, let me see. We date. We had been dating a year, about a year and a half. And uh, and 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 that's when, uh, you know, that, that's when we decided that we would get married. And uh, so when I got engaged, we planned the wedding for six months after we got engaged. Uh, uh, now, when I met him, he was coming out of a bad marriage where he was on. He was really the, uh, uh, you know, the one that was working and he was kind of like in debt and all of that, you know, lift and, 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 and all of that, you know, but I could mm -hmm. tell you a good person. He was a hard worker and all of that. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, so anyway, we, we uh, started looking for a house when we got engaged and we did find one and we closed a week before we got married and uh, we, and, and, and then, uh, and and he didn't have, he didn't, he had a car when I met him, but it was on some cinder block. Uh, it didn't even, <laughs> his car didn't even work. So, uh, but anyway, when we got married, we moved into a house. Six months later, we were able to buy him a new car. A little, you know, it wasn't all of that, but it was a new car. So, right. uh, so anyway, working together, and that's what has really, really helped us a lot. We work together. We put our money together. It's not no my money. Your money, my money. Right. I hear you. Yeah, but that's what, you. that has worked for us. And uh and so that 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 helped us and you know we were able to get his bills paid off and and uh you know we were able to just you know we were just say and then I was I was single so I was used to spending all of my money on myself even though I was still saving money uh mm -hmm. like in my 401k and all of that. Uh but so once we got married, then I had to pull, I pulled it in. I pulled my spending in really. And uh, so we just kind of, you know, so I was in the married woman way, you know, trying to uh, uh, maintain a household, trying to uh, not be in all this debt and, and all of that. So, so, you know, I did that. And uh, so uh, we were able to get, I think this is our third or fourth house that we've had. And so now we paid off our house. We don't have no house, no, we don't have no car, no, we ain't got no credit card. And they're both retired. They're retired. Did we what? Did, Did we you have, have babies? babies? Yes, I have a daughter, a 33-year-old daughter, and she Aww. and she she's married. And uh as a matter of fact, we we are dog sitting. I don't I, we're oh dog God. sitting because they're leaving tomorrow for their fifth year wedding anniversary oh wow oh. it's been five years already five wow years. yeah uh yeah now are you a grandmother yet huh she's not a grandmother yet. i said are you a grandmother yet no i'm not i got a granddaughter oh. she has a granddaughter so um, you know I me mean, I, I love a love story i'm just like one of those i love love stories not necessarily for me but for other people i'm always trying to put people together i've always i think for me like I guess I never really felt I was missing out on anything because I'm always so happy for other people's love. Like, you know, even when I was going through whatever, it's like, oh, I'm so happy. I never felt like, I just still think marriage is so beautiful. I think yeah. it's what you make. You know, yeah. I don't think anything, you know, I have a lady that, you know, I guess slash client friend, but she is so negative about marriage, you know? 
And I just, she even said to me, well, I knew you weren't happy all those years. I said, well, no, I, I, I was happy for a long part of those, that time. But plus I could compartmentalize my life. You know, if I'm coming into this to work with my jewelry, I don't need to wear that on my sleeve. This is a whole type of different energy, you know. But I, yeah. I think I think it's just great. Even with my kids, I embrace their, you know, my daughter only had one boyfriend and my son has his, they both only, she had a one boyfriend, already broke up, she had first heartbreak. And then my son just has his first girlfriend, you know, and I, I support them and I'm there for them because I think it's just beautiful. I think that sometimes in relationships, especially like I know like with my mom and her sisters, but not like her sisters, but my mom was like, oh, men are no good and they're this because my mother was an entrepreneur. She was, um, she was, she made more money than her husband, you know, so, you know, she had a whole kind of like different attitude, but I, I do, I think that you can have something. And I think there's a lot of good men out there still, no matter what, you know, and I personally, I, I like a black man and, you know, so I'm just, you know, I'm rooting for myself, but at the same time, I'm rooting for you too. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but I'm not like, you know, like I'm so under the hood first. <laughs> I was, <laughs> so crazy but I mean I'm so filled with my life like you know when it happens it happens and it, when it happens it'll be great you know because it'll be a different life I'm not trying to have children you know that's been done you know my children you know are, are somewhere grown but so it's it's all good you know I just you know it's, it, I'm not pushing it whenever I meet somebody whenever it's right I think that like for you it, when it lines up you know, it just lines up. And I think it's a beautiful yeah. thing. Yeah. It, make, it makes a difference. Yeah. And marriage, you know, and, and it is, like you said, it's, it's give and take. And yeah. so, you know, you got to know, because I know what, and, and you know, you get on each other's nerves and all of that. And you oh, yeah, know what uh, can set one another off. And so you mm -hmm. just take the battles, you know. And sometimes, mm -hmm. and a lot of I found that. Which, which, you know, it can be hard sometimes. Just don't even say nothing. If you don't say I nothing. I know that's right. Talk inside your head. Talk inside your head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, talk inside your head. <laughs> just, 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 just go ahead and just uh, internalize it. And then mm, exactly. you forget, you forget all about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, uh, the one thing I noticed with Sheila and I can attest that she's right. When you look at Sheila and she put in her 35 years, it makes a difference financially because when you divorce, you have to start all over again. You have the trust issues and mm -hmm. it's mine and yours. And since he was her first marriage and her first love, she was willing to give her all. Yes, and exactly. sometimes when we've married a couple of times, right. we, we just, we, we're going to give you the part we're careful with. Um, so that I, I I I always look up to her for because yes. she'll she'll encourage us about marriage and she's like okay just shut up it really doesn't matter and she's right, right. <laughs> it it really doesn't matter but financially you can look and see where she and James are and you can you can say that's what it's like to have longevity is now they're retired with no debt no nothing they can just enjoy their life where when you start all over again. It's like you got to divide your stuff and then you got to start all over again and you're forever climbing. You get there, but you're climbing and you have to take a different route. Yeah. 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 And I, I agree with you. It's true. It's as you would come out of like, you know, like, you know, with your long-term marriage. And but I was even, it took me, for the first time I was married, it took me 10 years to do it again. 
I got married first time at 23. I didn't get married again until I was 33. But I was willing to, I, I gave everything to my husband at the time. And he was building, you know, his practice at the time. And it just really became the more, like, I, I grew up in a very affluent area and everything like that. So we were raised, like, differently. And, um, you know, he's a very smart man. You know, he graduated from law school. He started practicing when he was, like, 24. And um, I met him, like, at 26. He was building his practice. But the more, you know, when we bought a house, he was like, oh, I don't know about the house. I said, well, I have the down payment. We get a house, you know, whatever. So it was like that. But the more successful it became, the more um, it was like that thing. He didn't want to be in the relationship. So he didn't want to share, you know, things like that. So the more he had, the more it was like, you know, he was trying to, in a lot of ways, kind of get rid of me. Because I think that now, you know, sometimes in certain situations, people could just look at you from where you are, not from where you started. Whereas, like, and some people like, I want you because you know me when I didn't have, and you love me because. Then some people could be the opposite, you know what I'm saying? So I, that's that's kind of like what I see some of the things that happened with us. So well, now it is, I would feel that way. I feel, but you know what the, the thing I love about Sheila and James's relationship, and especially Sheila, because Sheila is, she she is, was, and will always be her own woman. But she doesn't have to roar, I'm woman, hear me roar, as it relates exactly. to her husband. She, mm -hmm. she gives her husband that respect in that room to be the man. She doesn't take his pants. She doesn't try exactly. to put his pants on. She doesn't mm -hmm. try to adjust his pants. She don't take him in. She don't lose him out. She allows him to be the man. And she worked alongside him and still continues to do that and always remind him that he is the man he is the head yeah. and and i that, think that is something that we struggle with because on one hand we were reared to be and, and when i say the word submissive submissive doesn't mean be less than right submissive means to allow the process to happen as it should. Mm -hmm. That's 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 how I look at submissive is allowing the process to happen. Meaning, you do your part, he does his part, and then you come together and you do what needs to be done as a whole. But mm -hmm. we are more the I got mine. I don't need yours. I got my table. I got my chair. So what do you bring, right? Or, you know, sometimes there are women who was they're looking for a man to take care of them right mm -hmm. but then they expect the man to do all these things but they have no expectations of themselves and so our mm -hmm. roles or our definition of roles now are so colluded right and if we could just get back to really roles right the and basics. not feel that we're losing anything right but you do have to give up something to become a part of something and i think oh, absolutely that's what we should we don't know how to do well, yeah, that. Your old right? self has to die in order to create your new union together. It doesn't mean that you're still not individuals, but it's like you can't, it's like the things that you were doing when you were single is not going to play well when you're married. That's just not going to play well. You know, well, I mean, I there are a lot of people that are, that are single, like, people are married acting like they're single. That's the problem. You know? A lot of that also comes from the little girl that you are. Um, when I when we did counseling before we got married, the counselor said something so profound. He said, when you get in the bed, it's 
you, him, his seven-year-old little boy, and your seven-year-old little girl. Mm -hmm. And you bring so much in, mm -hmm. so much luggage in, into the marriage. And if you're not willing to unpack that, because unpacking means being vulnerable. It means yeah. you, you being able to see me without my eyelashes, without any makeup. You, you just see the naked me. And we always feel like people won't love the naked you. And when you find some find somebody that loves you, the naked you, um, then we have to trust them enough to be vulnerable with them. And that's mm -hmm. that's what I've learned this time in marriage is I, I let I try to let him see who I am. You know, mm -hmm. even if if I'm mad, if I'm feeling something, I remember a time I wouldn't have said anything and I just let it stack up. And then I explode and then I pack my stuff and I'd be like, I'm out. But Sheila had a good example. Her mother, your, your mother was a, a good loving wife. My mother, I always felt like she should have left my dad because I thought she put up with too much. So mm -hmm. I always said, I'm never going to put up with that much yeah. more than my man. And I want to be able to take care of myself because I don't, I don't want I don't want a man having the ability to make me stay because you're taking care of me. I want to mm -hmm. stay because I want to stay. So, and uh, and and like my mother, even though uh, you know she still you know went through some stuff, but you know she did instill in me to always be in a position to take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. Always, you know, no matter what. Uh, uh, what the man might have, what kind of job he has, still you need to be in a position to take care of yourself just in case anything happens. Absolutely. So, so now do you think you should have a separate bank account? Do you think that like, do you, like you should have a separate your own bank account? So if that works for you, I think it's to yeah. each his own. I'm asking you, like, do you think, do you think like, cause I'm just asking you, do you think that's like, and, and, and actually, well, because, okay, now, now, like, I have a bank account. James has a bank account. And it's the bank accounts that we both had when we got married. Because mm -hmm. I was working for the phone company. I was banking with uh, uh, the Telephones Credit Union. He was working for the power company. He was uh, banking with the power company's credit union. He's, we still both have those accounts those mm -hmm. same accounts that we had when we first met. And so we still have them. So, mm -hmm. uh, but we both have access to the money, all of the money. You know, it's no mm -hmm. my money, your mm -hmm. money. It's our money. Right. So See, that's how I think it should be. Yeah, so, so, that, mm -hmm. so that's what worked for us. So mm -hmm. like I said, you know, if, if I want to go over in the PowerCo account and get some money, then I can mm -hmm. go and get some money over there, you know, and then, mm -hmm. so, you know, wherever I want to get it from. So, you know, so that's, that's, that's what works for us. Mm -hmm. and, I think uh, like, I, I like the idea, but a lot of people don't like to do that, you know, like now it's like, you're, you know, I, I don't understand that. And that because, and, because <laughs> and that comes from, well, that comes from a big, that well, I mean, I do understand it. Yeah, all right. the no. things that we're taught, right. Yeah, because yeah. most of us are taught to, to be, it's confusing because on many hands, right? Our mothers come from a, a completely different era and our grandmothers certainly came from a totally different era than which we, we are mm. reared in and which we live in, right? And so on one hand, it's like, the man is responsible to do everything, right? And then on the other mm. hand, it's like, 
but you need to have your own money. Well, how are you going to have money if you're expecting the man to do everything, right? Mm-hmm. It, see, mm-hmm. the two things don't work because in the world in which we live in now, if you want the things, the goals that you set as a couple, as a unit, it, it shouldn't be one person's responsibility to make the goals happen, right? right? And so that's something, like I said, which is why I appreciate, you know, having women in my life who will check you when you're thinking that, because I'm one of those people, I will have my mindset and I might be like, well, I don't understand why that can't happen. It's, it's not fair. Yeah. Mark will say all the time, nobody cares if it's fair. And, uh, and, you know, <laughs> and, and a lot of uh, women, I've heard a lot of women say that, well, you know, I got some money over here that I don't, you know, that, that my husband knows nothing about, you know, right. and you know, so <laughs> and that's well and fine, but I don't have to do that because uh, because for, for one thing, my husband is very frugal. Okay, always been a frugal person, and uh, you know he never stopped me for, from from spending. You know, and and plus I've been I'm I'm frugal even though even though you know I like to spend and all of that, but but I have been frugal when I need, I'm frugal when I need to be, okay? I know what you mean. It's a time to stay, it's a time to spend. I'm not gonna, you know, we've always had good credit and all of Mm -hmm. that because my dad had taught me the importance of good credit. So Mm -hmm. my husband and I have always had good credit because we, like like I said, we've been, we, we worked together. When we got married, I stopped spending like I used to spend. So I got into the married way me and my husband put our, our money together and we started, you know, paying off bills. You know, we were just trying to, we were just trying to make it, trying mm-hmm. to stay on top, trying to keep mm-hmm. our bills paid on time and all of that mm-hmm. so that we can mm-hmm. have some good credit so we can get what we wanted, you know, mm-hmm. uh, by having good credit. So I just mm-hmm. have not been, I, I don't, I don't have to have some money hidden away because I can get, you know, and, and, and my husband don't care about all of that he don't james don't even know what's in any of the account he don't even, <laughs> you know and uh, he just get it get long as there's some money in there to get when he gets get some money he's fine he's so he good. can go to costco yeah he can go to costco and he knows that i'm not gonna go and just blow up all of the money and this and that so right i don't have to have any hidden money anywhere then that that's that. for me so you know that. if somebody else then I'm you know that's fine with me too so it's whatever works for you and your situation you know Mm -hmm. like I don't know like I wonder how I would do that when I do I'm just putting out there when I do get married again like because it's different you know not to mention I have my children and hopefully this person will have their children right you know Uh so and I will be the same way too but because if James and I, uh, if James and I uh, broke up and I had to get with somebody else, I'm gonna protect my money and mm-hmm. protect what I got. Cause you know I don't know, uh, right? You know I'm protect my. They definitely won't know what I got. I'm a, I'm gonna definitely have some on the side. But it's it's yeah. and, and and we're like we are because you know we started so long ago. Right. And exactly. Yeah. If I had to start all over again, it would be totally different. Because I got to take my investments. Mark, you said really? If you had to start all over again, you'd do it different. I sure would. You know, I would. Oh, you 
I do, yes, I do some stuff differently because, you know, to try to, to protect my investment. Hmm. BCW, you real quiet in that corner. It ain't hurting nothing. What's going on? I ain't hurt. You ain't chiming. You ain't said no words. You don't know where I stand. I just gotta protect me, you know, because a lot of times you meet guys and they be trying to whine and dine you like they got. Yes. Like my husband. He knows he knows that I have a separate account. Always have had it when we met. Always have when we got married. Always have. Now he doesn't know how much is in them. <laughs> However, <laughs> when you're talking about you know doing stuff together as a as a unit, yeah, we do stuff together as a unit. Mm-hmm. We sit down, we come up with a plan, set the budget, and then I just manage the budget. Mm-hmm. like if, if it's something like we get ready to buy a house it's like okay what are we doing I said okay we buy a house and <laughs> we know how much money we can afford to buy the house with mm-hmm. but beyond that he's just like okay go do you mm-hmm. and I come back and he, all the all the details are there so mm-hmm. he knows what his part's gonna be what my part gonna be what we need to do together to make whatever it is we want happen yeah like Stephanie you were talking about being a planner I haven't done it in a couple of years because of COVID, we wasn't going nowhere. But in January, I would lay out the budget for the whole year. Mm-hmm. We knew what trips was going to cost. You know, if we needed home repairs, I had all that stuff budgeted out. And it's like, okay, we need X amount of dollars. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, everybody just start putting it into the pot. The pot just came mm-hmm. to one bank account, which mm-hmm. I manage. But that's mm-hmm. just because I pay all the bills in the house. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And it works for them. I yeah. And I say, but beyond that, I mean, he knows I have money. And the reason a lot of it is, is one, because he would give away the shirt off his back. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. He's like the second. His, oh, yes. His family will come up and give him a sob story. He'd be like, well. Are y'all the ATM? You know, family ATM? Yes. Because when we got married, he was the family ATM. <laughs> I'm telling you. His sister came up. She wanted to be a musical artist. Could she sing y'all? <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a no. <laughs> <laughs> now, get your sister. Get your sister. <laughs> she could carry a tune. Yeah. But, it but she was going to ride it. It, was, it wasn't $10,000 worth of a tune. What? <laughs> wait, wait. Roll back. Roll back. Pause. She needed $10,000 for Boy, she needed ten thousand dollars. All them. What's she going CDs, to Juilliard? All lessons? them CDs I got in my garage right now. It's been in there for years. Out of Walmart selling those CDs for five dollars. <laughs> she she won't do that. That's Anthony. I'm the other woman. I always have money somewhere. I do. Um, <laughs> I have my bills. He has his bills. We have two separate checking accounts. But, I mean, I have money from when I was in my 20s. I, I, I hope I have money everywhere. I have money, just just little, just pockets. But I have a son, and his dad is dead, and he only has me, so I always have to protect him. I have to make sure if something happens, it's an emergency. Now, do I trust him? 
I trust him. I've told him where seventy mm, percent of. <laughs> by the time look, by the time her eyes close, if that should happen before his, he'll know where it is. Yeah, my uh, my uh, my doing guy, good. My financial guy Rob, he uh, he asked Mark. He said, "Do you know where your mama got all her money hidden?" He was like, Mm-mm. "But I have it written down." in the safe so if something happens they can find it because I, I do I love him and I do I trust him I trust him immensely I probably trust him more than I've ever trusted a man in my life mm-hmm. but but um I just I, I don't know I always felt like my mom should have left my dad a long my stepdad a long time ago and she my never dad. had the means to do it and I don't mm-hmm. ever want to be in a position where he don't want to be here or he decides he wants to get up and go, and I can't make it on my own. So yeah. I yeah. always try to safeguard myself. That's my but own issue. I was, and I yeah. was going to say, when we, but see, like you said, that luggage that we carry, sometimes it taints, not sometimes, it taints our mindset, right? And our thought process towards another person before we even get started. Right. Right. So, you know, it, it, these are life lessons that we learn and we process through um, because of life experiences, whether they were or ours or our mothers or our grandmothers or our aunties or whomever, just always think about the stuff that, that we've learned. And I think it's really important that we have so many different perspectives, but sometimes you need to open your luggage and figure out what you may need to remove from the luggage that you're carrying. Because sometimes the luggage that I, I open my luggage with, I open my luggage with y'all. That was enough. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I, <laughs> okay, here we go. Sometimes men are not able to handle the luggage that you have in your suitcase. I, no, 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 no. I didn't Preach. mean open. I don't mean opening your luggage to the man. I'm talking about us opening our luggage, the luggage oh, so we, we can carry. Heal to figure out what we need to unpack in our because it affects affects our relationships with the men in our lives right and with everybody else it it, when we are carrying so much luggage from past relationships and i will be the first to say and i know you all will think this is funny but it has taken me all these years to finally really understand why god said you should only there should only be one Right? Because if you only marry one person and you have this one person, you have nothing not to compare it to. You're not tainted. Exactly. You're not tainted. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? And so when we are in multiple relationships with people, we have multiple experiences with people. And so every time you get with a person, you're, you're comparing, even though you say you're not, but you are because you have all these other stacks before the person that you are now with. Right? And so, you know, you just, you just don't say it, but in your mind, there are times, there are moments where you go, man, I wish I could take this from Jason. But, I, but you could build a man. I, 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 I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. But the thing is, that, that's not realistic. That's no. not no, going to happen. Like, I understand if you like something, like from somebody, and you'd be like, I would like, I, li- I would like to find that in another person. 
But if it's something about that person you didn't like, you don't want to find that in another person. It's not literally building man like like my ex husband didn't dance. I, I would like to meet somebody who would like to dance. You know what I mean? I, I was afraid if you ask for something, you're gonna leave something out. You know, because well, I'm not saying, you know, I'm not saying I don't think you're gonna get everything, but I right. think and then I think I think I think at the same time, you have to it's like for one to you know, it's just like when you like being a realtor, it's like what you want your dream home to be. It's always going to be something missing. Doesn't mean there's something missing the same way. So it's like maybe it's your top four that's the most important to you. You may not get the rest, but but the right. top four, which is the most important, is what you get. And I think there's something good about that. You know, honestly, I don't even know what the top four is anymore. <laughs> I really don't. Bam. Because I, I, I think I, I think as you go through life, those must-haves start to change. It, yep, yeah, I, as, as life changes, like I said to my mom today, I said, you know what? I cannot believe I'm 57. Like that mm. is such a, I'm like, I'm 57. Like I remember I, when I my mother was 57. I remember my mother was 57 too, like, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be 58. I'm 57. I'll be 58 in July. But I remember that, you know what I mean? My mother had this big party and stuff like that. So I do remember, I never, but remember like I was, I was adopted. So, but I, I was adopted, but because I was abandoned by my biological mother, but I grew up, had, I always knew my biological mother. I grew up with two mothers like that. So my mom who raised me, she was 42 when I was born. And um, she was actually 20 years older than my mom. My mom was 22. And um, so I, when I was growing up with all my mom's sisters in Savannah, they were already all like, some of them like late 30s, early 40s. Some of the sisters were already in their 50s. So to me, that's always been young. You know, so I never like, I would have had babies up until 50. Like my biological grandmother, I have an uncle younger than me. Um, she was having a baby in her 50s. Her and my biological mother were having babies together. So I just think that that's still quite young, you know. Yeah, I would like, my cut-off date for having babies. Steph, I ain't trying to do like, it, man. Yo. No, I'm just saying if I didn't have, if I had my was low, was this is this was right on the well, teetering edge. I, <laughs> I had my first baby at 36, and I had my second baby so I was 38. You know, and like I had it, but if I didn't have it, I would have went 50 was my cutoff. So you know, Ooh. because that's how I looked. I think I think that's still very young. You know what I mean? And my mom who raised me, she was wearing hot pants and everything. She was 60 years old. They were rocking out. So I just like, those people well, like to get I can wear hot pants. I ain't trying to push no baby out though. <laughs> I don't care what you say, baby. Well, I'm saying that, I, I, I mean, what you so these women that want babies that didn't have them because they're just getting married now. Like, you know, if you want to go have a baby, go have a baby. I mean, I don't need to have no baby now. First of all, I don't care. So that's done. But I mean, I would have. Like, if I didn't, I would have kept trying until, like, you know, until I was 50. That's what I'm saying. But I'm saying, like, so I, I just think that we're still very, very young. You know, like, let me tell you, I told Iris all the time. She laughed. My aunt, my mother's sister, she uh, she had about three husbands, but she never had any children. And when she was 92, her boyfriend was 29. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you, she was hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, definitely, <laughs> Sheila. <laughs> what? So, so, did y'all hear that? Her aunt was 92, but her boyfriend Aaron. was 29. Aaron. 
Harris, that ain't gonna work for you. No. <laughs> Maybe she had a bad body. Let me say she took off her hot pants and halted when she's like in her 80s. And let me say she's walked down the street, my side see, honey, all the men is checking for her. Okay. <laughs> my milkshake bring all the boys to the yard. Damn right. It's better than yours. <laughs> Harris, no, when Harris, she like dream away, Iris like, ain't gonna happen. Ain't gonna like a hundred. Oh, that was good. Oh, like, James. Did James make that? That is good. I'm gonna drive by. He could just pass mine right out the door. I'm gonna drive by. Reggie fried me fish and fries. That's fantail. That's fantail strengths. Huh? That's fantail strengths. Uh. I don't know. We bought it at a Costco. You put it in the oh, okay, okay, okay. Yes. I, so I like to make it Costco too. But like when my eyes started, my eyes started slowing down a little bit. And um <laughs> when did she slow down? She's like 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 night. Well, I think they should they stopped driving. Like my, my aunt's now. My one aunt is 97, my other aunt is 93. And they still drive and everything. They live on their own. Wow. That's yeah. Awesome. There is yeah, hope this, for me. I just want y'all to understand. It, that's what I'm talking about. But like, so like when she started getting quiet and they did have to have somebody help take care of her because they were older too. And um, so I would tell my, my other author, she's the youngest one, she's 93. I said, all you gotta do is start talking about men. And so you start talking about men, she alive enough, start talking about, you know, and she was always a boss. You know what I mean? I mean, she was like in her 90s then. And I know like my husband at the time, she was like, oh, cause she owned uh, rentals. And she said to him, why need you to take me, drive me to pick up my rent? So he took us. So he came back and said, you have to go out. He said, oh, no, she handles her business. Just like when she had like a house, then she had like apartments on the side of the house. So the guy, the, he was renting one of her apartments. So when you, like, you was dating her. So he started living up in the big house. <laughs> Honey, he stopped having money and they couldn't. So he lived, he could live up in the big house, but he still had to pay for the apartment. <laughs> when he, he, she, oh, she was a boss. She was a joke. like, just because you over here spending the night, don't mean you don't have to pay my rent. I love it. Got bills to pay. Yeah. He had to go. He had to go. She was. She, she was nobody's joke. She was no joke. Oh okay. my god! These uh, women I came up under. There was like no joke. Okay. <laughs> Why did they look at me like you are so misromantic and something like that? You know, like my other uh, aunt, and she was oh, she would been like 110, 111 now, and she was still alive. And she was a mortician, but her husband was a a jazz player. I, I forgot what he played, but she was like, oh, all men have something on the side and all this kind of stuff. But I never, I would never believe that. I don't think all men have something on the side. Even my mom always would say that. But that's the whole mindset of older women born in the 1930s, 1940s and stuff like that. So it's a different, you know, mindset. You know, I think that you can get a guy that's just about you. And I'm, I'm still there even after, you know, my situation. But I had to, I'm still digging. Well, I, I dug myself, I left that marriage in a lot of debt, you know. So I had like $40,000 worth of debt almost. And I, I whittled it down to like 6000 Wow. So, <laughs> you know, and so, you know, just like I want to be able to afford, you know, to get married because I want to have my own, you know, at the same time. And both, 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 you know, both my children are in college, too. So, yeah, so it, it's it could be good. You can have something really special. Yeah, well, I'm going to believe with you. 
<laughs> she, get, she definitely is gonna get oh, married yeah. again. I hope sooner mm-hmm. than later. I just well, I, I, let me tell you. I, so, too, like so, she won't, so she won't miss out on her on all her good years. <laughs> yeah, well, I, 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 I need a good hundred fifty, two hundred thousand dollars put aside before I do that. But you know, you if know. you don't use it, it closes up. No, no, no. Say the truth. If you don't use it, you lose it for real. <laughs> how you know? For how, real. How do, how do it? How do you are Sheila now? Y'all have you used yours up, Sheila. You use yours all the time, so you don't know that. I, I think that I think if you know you got if it's not no moisture, that's that's how it is. If it's like you know, it goes into astrophy if you're not if it's not moisture there. You know, mm. and I, I'm not having any problems with that. You feel the difference, though. You definitely feel when you're not having any moisture, you know, in your vagina. So that makes a whole big different thing. So I just keep praying that the, the moisture is still there. See, that's just not me. See, see, hello, da da da. Ta-da. This is why I have all these sister friends because they always talk about and not like that. I'm not that's not me. No, yeah, mm-hmm. right. It's all I just want y'all to know the older you get, the freer you get. That is the truth. I just want to I did. I did. <laughs> no. I did come out the womb free. It's interesting. No, I asked my mother, I had to be about Maybe 16, 17. I'm like, well, do you get blowjobs? Like that? Do you? <laughs> <laughs> she was like, I can talk to my mother about anything. And she was like, no, I've only had sex eight times. I'm like, yeah, now you lying. Now so- we see why y'all friends. Right. <laughs> oh, it's coming. Okay. Okay, wait. Now, Steph, you and I have talked about a many of things. You have never, oh my God, you just made me blush. Oh my God. <laughs> I've okay, Lord have mercy. I've never asked my mother anything like that. Oh, oh, Lord, oh I've asked them everything. You know what I mean? Like, I would have touched my mother. She always talked to me about saying everything I could remember. I would be like four or five years old. She'd be explaining to me, you know, how this. So I think once I asked her, How do you love me more than daddy? And then she explained the different types of love. And that's how we got like that. I was like, Oh, okay. You know, and then one day I caught them. I didn't know what it was, you know, but then as when I got older, I'm like, oh my God, they were having sex, you know what I mean, like that. But yeah, but no, I, I don't mind like asking them anything. My mother, my biological mother, she is all, I'm this miss innocent. I'm like, yeah, okay, what you been doing? You know what I mean? <laughs> I, was, I was always been a lot of, I always asked a lot of questions. Even when I went to my mom, when I was like 17, 18, and, you know, wanted to have sex, I went and talked to my mom about it and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, that's my mom's and I relationship, but my mother got to a point where she was like, I need you to get I can't take no more. Like, <laughs> right. Irish, your mama can't take it. My mother said, she look, my mother would be like this. La 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 la. But I was fine. I would hear for both my mother the same thing. Well, Stephanie, don't you feel like when you want to have all this that you don't want to have, they would go through this whole big thing with me, you know, because they they weren't having like I was like, I'm just not like, you know. Yeah, you gotta give something up. You want to get these men? <laughs> You're my mother. Which is <laughs> Not here for both my mothers. 
<laughs> well, I want to say that I hope, and I, first of all, I want to say thank you all so much because this has been amazing. I just think it is just the thing that every sister needs a sister, right? And I'm serious about that. If, if you don't have, if you're out here, you're watching this and you don't have a group of women that you literally can be yourself with, that you can be free with, but not just be free, but you can be honest. I mean, brutally honest. Like there are things that I have told this group of women that I've never told somebody else, right? But I know it's not going anywhere. But being able to share is healing, right? It, it is healing. Being able to release your, your or open your and unpack your baggage and your luggage is healing. And you cannot grow if you don't evolve. And you can only evolve when you know that there's something different than what you've been doing. Because so many times that's how we get stuck because we think that this is the only way to do it. Like, this is how my mother did this, how my grandmother did it, how my sisters did it. This is how all the women in my family did it. That doesn't mean you have to do it that way, mm -hmm. right? You know, and so it's really important to have a group of women who check you, but they check you because they love you, right? Mm -hmm. And even when they see you like spinning out of control, they don't leave you, you know? If they got to get down on the ground with you, they get there with you, but they're not going to stay on the ground with you and they don't expect you to stay there. It's really important. You know, women, you know, sometimes women think that having somebody who kind of, I don't want to say this in the wrong way, but the, the woman who goes along with all of your nonsense, right? If she celebrates all your nonsense with you, the things that they don't garner you anything in life, other than moments of what you consider happiness or joy, or you know, you got some shoes or you got a bag or whatever, those things fade away and they don't mean anything. If those are the type of friends you have, I'm sorry to tell you, you need a whole new group of friends, right? You need women who are women, who are willing to tell you when your shit is messed up, your shit is messed up, period, point blank, the end. You could cry about it. They don't care, right? You get mad about it. They don't care. What they care about is to see you be the best that you are, be all that God created you to be, and for you to go further than where you are right now and not to allow you to wallow in your nonsense, mm -hmm. right? That's what friends do. That's what sisters do for one another. If you don't right. have those type of sisters, those type of women in your life, you need a new group of friends. I need to tell you that, right? Because it's nice no. to go shopping, but I go shopping with this crew right here. But you know how I have, I can only go shopping with this crew because I got to work to make sure I got money to go out with this crew. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to understand that. That's, that's, that's real knowledge right there. For some women, that's real knowledge. You don't want to be the sister in the group who everybody else can go shopping and you just can buy the lipstick, right? Just so you can have a bag. You also don't want to be the sister who everybody else got to take care of, right? No, definitely not, no. Right? Yeah. You want to be yeah. the sister who you can, I mean, if they if they take care of you every now and then, great, but you got to be able oh, yeah. to take they care of yourself. Too. 
Right. You got to be able to take care of each other. And it it has to be a fair exchange. And fair doesn't mean everything is going to be exchanged. But I'm saying fair meaning that we can all cover one another. Mm -hmm. And more importantly, you got to have a group of sisters who pray for you. Who pray for you. I I can't, I cannot. Two years we've been in the pandemic two years, we were not able to go anywhere. We were on a lockdown. We couldn't see each other. We never lost contact. <laughs> we never, ne- listen, I was telling, listen, y'all remember when we were doing the virtual, uh, we had the virtual yeah, so cocktail got Friday nights? Oh my God. Yeah, I would tell y'all, people were oh, like getting toe up from the flow up and then talking about <laughs> How the hell do you get drunk on a virtual party? Well, your drinks weren't virtual. <laughs> your drinks was real. <laughs> Lord. You was really drinking them drinks. Okay. Yes. Yes. People was crawling upstairs. People was calling people cursed. the next day. I'm talking about I cursed y'all out. Did I curse y'all out? Yes, she cursed us out. Because they were like, what happened? Yeah, on a virtual party. Right? Yeah. We started reaching, we reach, we talk to each other every morning. We we reach out to each other every morning and say good uh, morning. To uh, say Brenda, have a great day. Brenda, you ain't going to college, Alpha. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to college. Take that away. Uh, okay. Yeah, and you can't go to college with him. Hello. I am not trying to go to college with him. Good. Good. Show you a picture of the girl he gonna be with. <laughs> you want to remind her? Going to AT, Grunda or uh, Jalen? Which one? Jalen. What school is that? AT&T? North Carolina. North Carolina AT. Oh, yeah. My, my, my nieces go there. I got twin nieces. They go there. Yeah. And, and, and I told you Janelle is there. Yeah, them that can take advantage of Brenda's son. He's available. <laughs> yeah. I'll make sure he meets Lisa's, Lisa's daughter. She's a very nice young lady, and she will. she's also in honors, so... They were, they were, not I'm yet, sure not yet. He need to meet her in his junior year because he got a while out the first couple years. <laughs> no, I'm saying so she he knows that he has somebody there to okay. you know, reference. Right. Yeah, not to, not, yeah, just to reference. Jalen's girlfriend going to come from the neighborhood strip club. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, Lord. I'll see, be, what I'll I mean, like, see what I mean I'll about be, your sister. Okay. Yo, you gotta be you gotta have women in your life who are gonna keep it real for you. You, you talking yeah. and then yeah. when I say roll, we rolling. Oh, I'm rolling. I get him out the strip club though, but yeah. I'll make sure he gets on. Nah, right. You talking. Right. But when I say roll, I'm with you. We, we gonna be there. But we, we well, we gonna have to prepare you for when we roll. Because right. you don't know right. what's gonna right. happen when we roll. Right. <laughs> You don't want to roll up in there, somebody else underwear in there. What? <laughs> Ooh, me. You ain't gonna be ready. Nope. Yeah, my, my anyway. son, my son, uh, I may have to come from um New Jersey to get to California, but my, my son and my daughter know like I'm pretty crazy. They they don't, you know, I'm I'm pretty crazy with certain things, like yeah, they like, yeah, no. Nah. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm keep but I'm gonna keep telling y'all. Here's the one thing you cannot compete with. I know Punani. I got you. 
So I'm not trying to put. I'm not trying. You to can't compete with D okay. or V. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying. But trust and believe. When, when all you, said and done, you could. Not, you can compete with a whole lot of other things, but when it comes to D and V, it's over. It's I'm a wrap. Not, I'm not trying. But I make them come to the table. Like when I when that my daughter had a little boyfriend, I told his mother I don't believe in premarital sex. You know, I mean, and let me tell you, I got plans for my daughter. I got plans for my son too. As long as we on the same page. They talking about we make sure you get an apartment. You ain't getting an apartment with nobody. You know Definitely. what I mean? Definitely. Wake up. Wake up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Merck. <laughs> you said, well, I mean, you know, you know. as you as you said, Steph, her first boyfriend. So you you really think that those two, three years that it was sexless? Oh no, no, I know okay. they were. I said I didn't agree. I know they were. No, I'm not saying they were. I mean, I didn't agree. You know, that's it. When they started, but at least I like never gonna, They don't never need your agreement for that part. But listen, <laughs> I, 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 listen, this mom, she's a single mom, you know, with just her baby, her son. And she was like, like you know, I got plans. For, I got plans for my daughter, too. And they both went to the NBA program and all this kind of stuff. And so, you know, I mean, I, I support like he would come over the cold pandemic. He practically lived at my house. You know, they, they could not sleep. They're like, don't, you know, in my house. But, you know, I would let him come because he came from Maryland. So I'm I'm that person. You come stay at because my mother used to let all my boyfriends come stay at my house. I don't do anything because they stay downstairs, stay downstairs, but I stay upstairs. So I would do that with my children. They come, your, your girlfriend come over, she can spend the night, but y'all not sleep in the same bed. So, um, <laughs> but I supported it. But when they, uh, yeah, well, yeah, you can sleep in the same. You, yeah, you cannot sleep in the same bed and we catch you. Anymore. Let's be clear. I did, catch, but I did. I did catch my son though, and let me tell you, he's so <laughs> Stephanie, he's so you remember Luther's song? Creep, 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 creep. <laughs> don't need a bed. <laughs> don't, they definitely yeah, don't need a bed. I, I need a bed now. Like let me tell you, I, you I, can I, sit in the living room in the chair. They don't need to lay down. But no, I'm just saying that whatever, you know what I mean? Let me not find out. That's all I'm just trying to say. Let me not find out, you know, and I made it very clear because they won't be allowed to come over anymore. So they understood that. But, you know, that's why I talked to his girlfriend too. Like, look, we're not having any babies here. You know, we're not doing this thing. Protect yourself. But he's like, I said, you going to have sex with this girl? She's not on birth control. Are you crazy? You know? So I had to like, I let him know what time it is. And they so now it's up to take care of yourself. That's sex, isn't it? Huh? Creeping sex is the best best sex. This is the best sex. Creep, 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 creep. Yes. Yes. We could, we could, uh, I don't know what we could make it home. The house we could make it home. Uh, we it works home. best when you when you're older. When it, or you're older, so not when I was young. When you're older, stand up. <laughs> Yeah, I said it works best when you're older. What did Sheila say? <laughs> I said you can just stand up and get it. You don't even got you ain't even got to have no Come through, Sheila. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, like, Lord, you man. creep. You you're older, you're with your person, a monogamous relationship, but it is exciting to have, you know. Oh, now so now you're having public sex. <laughs> come to my house and have sex. I'm gonna call the police. That's not. It's not fun to come to your house. 
So, so now you have gone from I'm only with one person, but we have public sex. Really? <laughs> <laughs> you don't okay, understand. Don't you lived your whole life to be able to do these things. What are you talking about? Yeah. I you lived your whole life to be able to do what you want to do when you want to do it, where you want to do it, with whom you want to do it. No, you live your whole life like that. Not everybody lives their oh, whole life like sorry. that. Sorry. Okay. Okay. There you go. There, there you go. Stay in your lane right there. We all envy that part of you, but don't nobody want to be you, but we envy you. <laughs> Brenda, yes, you do. You want to be a freak. You just need to uh, open, unzip your freak door. <laughs> I'm not messing with y'all. I want to tell you that I love each and every one of you all. I love y'all. Thank y'all so much for coming to celebrate with us. Raise your glasses, please, as we celebrate and toast oh, the one year, one year anniversary of the autopsy of her healing, evolving resiliency. I love each and every one of you all. Thank you so much for celebrating with us all tonight. And thank you all for listening. We love you all. Cheers, ladies. Love you. Cheers. Thank you. Have a good one. Stephanie, I'm going to be praying for you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So I need all the prayers. I accept all of them. Thank you. <laughs>